Well, howdy, folks, and welcome to episode number 15 of the story behind the tunes. My name is Calvin Volrath. I am a fiddle player from St. Paul, Alberta, Canada, and I got no place to play during these COVID times. I got about 800 tunes, and they all got stories. Ain't got time to play them all in this little episode here. But we'll see how many we can fit into the next 50 minutes or so. You're listening to the Dehames right now. special, special people that I met in Pembroke, Ontario. You know, I started going to Pembroke in 1992. Jim Hickey, who was running the fiddle contest there, he hired me to come in as a guest artist, and it was known as the biggest fiddle contest in Canada. And they had a fiddle park about a mile down the road from where the contest was being held in the arena there. And Fiddle Park, there would, I think in 1992, there was over 1,600 motorhomes and trailers and tents, and people were there for two weeks. The fiddle contest was only a two day contest, but that fiddle park was something else. You know, there was music and, and dancing, step dancing, 24 7 around the, 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 the darn clock there, going on for two weeks and one week for sure when everybody would get there. And one of the one of the stops, one of the first stops when you got into the park was I called it the French Quarters. There it was uh, the the Dehames, Gerald Dehame and Diane and their boy Martin, and they'd have a whole. They actually came from I believe um, Huntington, uh, uh, Quebec, and the, uh, people come to this fiddle contest from all over North America. But in this area, it was kind of a Quebec group, a French group, and. Um, the parties that they would have there, the jam sessions, the fiddlers would sit in a big circle. There'd be many of them. And step dancing would go on. They'd have uh, all these motorhomes would be all parked together, and they'd have a tarp over the top there. So if it happened to rain, it would nobody would get rained on. And there's a real piano there. They didn't allow electric pianos back in those days. And Anyways, I was hired there in 1992 to come and entertain at the fiddle contest, and I was and I got hired every year 
up until, uh, well, up until the COVID hit. There was a couple of years that I couldn't make it uh, because of other, uh, I think two times I, I haven't been there. And it became a, a tradition for me to go to the Dehame uh, tent on uh, on Sunday afternoon at 1 p.m. I'm sure I did that for 20 years. And I'd sit there and play, and I'd have a piano player, whether it be Trent Bruner or Paul Dassier, Jermaine LeDuc. Uh, there's so many. or uh, Malika Lemelin, Jacqueline Garrett on guitar, and Paul Lemelin playing mandolin. And I'd entertain the folks, and there'd be a huge, huge crowd. These are special memories for me. And Gerald and Dehame are great uh, French-Canadian step dancers. And so when I wrote this tune for them, I was thinking of uh, the step dance and them step dancing. So this is a tune for them. Thanks so much for the inspiration uh, to you, Dehames there. That was called the Dehames. It was recorded on an album released in 2001 called Autumn in Vermont. You can get it at calvinvolrath.com as an MP3 digital download as the CD is no longer available. That was Trent Bruner playing piano on there, and I was playing the rest of the instruments. Back in 1989, I got hired to... Uh, judge the uh, the American National Fiddle Championships in Weezer, Idaho. What an honor this was for me. Uh, they had a different judging system down there. They would hire, uh, I think they would hire six judges, and five would be judging at the same time. And uh, on, on any certain class there, one of the judges would have a break, and, and uh, everybody would put in their scores, and then they would throw out the highest score, and they'd throw out the lowest score of the judges, just in case somebody was cheating and maybe putting in a high score for a friend or a low score for a foe. And uh, so they would throw them out and they would use the average. Anyways, uh, uh, that year I was there, let me see if I can remember who the judges were. There was um, a fellow by the name of Gary Beebe from the United States, Donna Router from the United States. There was myself, uh, Joey McKenzie, uh, from the United States. He was from Oregon. Uh, Jimmy Don Bates from Texas. And there was one other, and I can't remember who that was right now. But anyways, uh, I got to meet Joey McKenzie there. And then Joey came up to uh, Canada to do some playing here at a fiddle contest. He was a guest artist, and we became friends way back then. And, and uh, then we never seen each other for many, many years. And until, uh, oh, maybe 2012 or 13, I was playing at the Blueberry Bluegrass Festival in Stony Plain, Alberta, and Joey McKenzie was there with the Quaby Sisters. He was playing rhythm guitar, and he was the leader of that group. He arranged all, and oh, such beautiful music, and the girls could sing and play, and Joey and the bass player there, they had great sound, and so it was so wonderful to uh, uh, get back together with Joey. Him and I had a little jam session in the back there, and Somebody videotaped it and put it up on YouTube, and it almost went virus on us. Uh, anyways, uh, uh, through that connection again, um, Joey and his wife, Sherry, they had started a fiddle contest in Greenville, Texas, called the Bob Wills Fiddle Festival. Bob Wills Fiddle Contest. And they hired me to come down there and judge that contest, and great to go down there. We, we stayed at their house, and we played lots of tunes, and he is such a rhythm guitar player. There's, uh, he's really almost stands alone there with, with his style and 
Everybody loves him. He's got all the swing chords. He loves swing music, and he loves fiddle music. It don't matter. He's just a great musician all around. And So I wanted to write him a swing tune that had lots of chords in it. Well, this one here, it's called Swingin' with Joey.
Swinging with Joey. That's some swing music right there. Joey, thank you so much for uh, your music and the inspiration in writing that tune. Uh, I had a lot of fun uh, putting that together and lots of double stops in there and some single notes. And it was released on an album called Approved Canadian Fiddler in 2015. That's Jeremy Rusu playing the piano on there. And I'm playing all the rest of the instruments that you hear. You can get that at calvinvolrath.com as a CD or as an MP3 digital download. Or you can get the sheet music to absolutely any tune that I'm playing on any of these podcasts. Just go to my website and you'll look under Walmart there. There's a little tab at the top, Walmart, and click on that and you'll see sheet music. And I got them all listed alphabetically. This next tune goes back to 2005, I believe. Um, I was uh, uh, playing, performing at the Ness Creek uh, Folk Festival up in northern Saskatchewan. And I had Randy Foster with me. You hear me talk lots about Randy Foster. Well, Randy was up there with me, and when that finished up, and I believe it was probably on a on a Sunday, Saturday or Sunday, I can't quite remember, but we finished up at uh, 4 o'clock in the afternoon or something, and then we had to drive. We were going to teach at a fiddle camp, a uh, fiddle workshop thing in uh, uh, Russell, Manitoba, well, this was going to be a long drive. We were up in northern Saskatchewan, so we were probably, I'm going to guess, uh, uh, three hours to Saskatoon, and then we were like another three hours to Yorkton, and then it was like another hour or so until we got to uh, to Russell. Anyways, we're Randy and I, we're driving down the road there, and you know we get talking about this and that, and Randy's always whistling, or I'm humming a tune, and I says to Randy, how about we write a tune as we drive down the highway here? And he goes, yeah, okay. So I said, you you start. You uh, you hum me something there. So Randy, he hummed the first part of this tune. And uh, and anyway, and then immediately, as soon as he was done, I hummed a second part to it. And, well, we got this tune. It's a nice little waltz. And uh, we had no name for it. And, and as we're driving down, I, I we're somewhere between Saskatoon and uh, uh, and Yorkton, I believe. And I told Randy, I said, here, maybe you should grab my cell phone and let's phone to make sure that we can get a room in Russell. I'm sure we're going to be able to get one. I mean, it's just a small town, but they got two or three motels there. And uh, Fiddle Camp wasn't starting until the next day, so we needed to get a motel. And so uh, Randy called the the first motel there. He searched on he searched on Google and phoned the first one, and they said, "Oh no, we're all full. There's a big Ukrainian wedding in town today, and we don't think that you're going to find a room in 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 Russell at all." Oh, we went. Oh my God, what are we going to do? Well, we checked all the other motels in in uh, in Russell, and no, sure as heck, Rand, we could not get a room in Russell. So I went, well, okay, well, we'll stop in Yorkton. Yorkton's a much bigger, it's a city. I mean, I'm not sure how many people are there. Maybe there's 20,000 or 30,000 people. I don't know. They got a pile of motels and hotels there. Randy, start phoning the motels in, in, uh, in, in uh, Yorkton. So he started calling the well, the first one he called was a comfort inn or something, and they went, oh, no, there's a Jehovah Witness convention in town here, and uh, I don't think you're going to find a... Uh... We went, oh, my God, this is crazy. It's going to be late. It's going to be midnight or something before we ever get to, to Yorkton. 
Well, we couldn't find anything. And so when we got to Yorkton, we just started driving and going to all the all the motels and hotels just to see if maybe some... Anyways, we went to five or six, and all, everybody was booked up solid. There was one right downtown, kind of a shady-looking kind of place. Don't remember what it was called. And it was kind of the last one in town. And I said, well, Randy here, I'll just park here, run in and see if you can. So I see Randy talking to the, the gal at the counter there, and he's there quite a long time. And uh, so I go, I got out of my car and I went in. Randy says, well, they got a room. I went, they, they got one room left. I went, okay, well, thank God. Well, he says, but there's a catch. I said, what, what's the catch? And he says, well, there's only one bed. But he said, it's a king-size bed. Oh, well, I went, well, hold it here. I mean, I'm not into that. And, well, Randy says, I'm not either, but what are we going to do? I mean, there's nothing else. And so I said, have you got a cot or anything like that? Is there a couch? They go, no, we haven't got no cot. There's no couch in that room. It's just a big old king-size bed. Well, we said, let's go have a look. So we went down to the room and had a look to make sure it was clean. And and uh, we there was enough pillows there. We thought, okay, well, we'll set the pillows in between us. <laughs> this is crazy. And... Uh, uh, we went, okay, well, I guess we're going to do it. And well, we made sure that we were, he slept away on one edge and I slept on the other edge. And, and then we got to thinking about this tune that we wrote coming down the highway. And, uh, it, well, uh, the next day we called that tune, we called it the slumber party waltz. Here you go. <laughs>
there's the slumber party waltz. What a nice waltz for such a scary evening. <laughs> Randy and I, we never touched once. We made a pact back then. We're never going to tell anybody about this, that we had to sleep in the same bed. But the cat's out of the bag now. <laughs> there you go, Randy. We can have a good chuckle over it. It was released in 2006 on an album called The Big C. Paul Dacier is playing the piano. Paul Dacier from Quebec. He's on the piano. And I'm playing the rest of the instruments. You can get this at calvinvolrath.com as a CD or as an MP3 digital download. That uh, Pembroke Fiddle Park that I talked about, it inspired lots of tunes over the years. And a very, very special place that everybody loved was at the Blue Fiddle Tent. Well, this was a fella by the name of Ray Brisson that ran this. And it was just, uh, oh, I'd, about a nine iron away from uh, the Dehame Tent. And they would have huge, huge jam sessions there as well. This is where I first got to see Shane Cook and Mark Sullivan play. They were just youngsters, just little kids sitting there playing. And I'd always go over there and play at that tent as well. And there'd be times there'd be two, 300 people standing watching the goings on there, the jam sessions. And it was a special, special time. And Ray Brisson, he treated everybody with the utmost of respect. He, everybody loves Ray He's a left-handed fiddle player and a good one at that. My dad was a left-handed fiddle player. Well, I wanted to write Ray a tune. He kind of he likes he likes the waltzes and the reels and everything, but he likes playing the country shuffle kind of tunes as well. And so this is a country shuffle tune that I wrote for him. This is called Salute to Ray Brisson.
we go. Salute to Ray Brisson. Ray, thank you so much for all the years you put into the Blue Fiddle Tent at Pembroke Fiddle Park. And thanks for the inspiration in that tune. That was recorded on an album called The Big C02. We did two albums that year, as I did many years. Uh, that was Daryl Campbell playing the steel guitar on there. And I love steel guitar, let me tell you. There's not enough fiddle and steel in the world. Uh, Paul Dacier is playing the piano, and I'm playing the rest of the instruments. You can get that at calvinvolrad.com as a CD or as an MP3 digital download. We're going right back to the Pembroke Fiddle Park again for uh, the inspiration on this tune. And I'll tell you, it, over at the Dehame Tent, I met lots of people. That uh, you know, I, it's through that that I met lots of people from Eastern Canada and Quebec and United States, and got lots of uh, playing opportunities because of that place. And one of the gentlemen that I met there, his name was uh, uh, Bertrand Drouin. Very, very French, but he did have some English. There was lots of them didn't have English. He had a little bit of English, and we could communicate, and he loved music, and he actually had a, and maybe he still does. I haven't seen him in many, many years, but he had a company in uh, in Quebec there that made CDs and cassette tapes, and, uh, and I wrote him a tune. This is in uh, true French-Canadian style. The time signature is a little bit crooked, a tad... Un petit, and uh, this is called La Grande Bertrand.
And uh, thank you so much for the inspiration in that tune. I love that. I love the crookedness of that. And uh, Trent Bruner's playing the piano, and I'm playing the rest of the instruments on there. It was released uh, on an album called Bonjour, Comment ça va? in 1999. Hey, a good French tune on a, on a French-titled album. You can get that at calvinvolrath.com as a digital download only, as the CD is no longer available. Hey, we're going right to another tune that was inspired at the Pembroke Fiddle Park. I met a fellow there by the name of Vic Garbett. He was working, he was a radio DJ, and uh, he would come and set up uh, his trailer at the Fiddle Park there. He was working for the radio station called Chip FM. He would broadcast his show right out of the Fiddle Park there, and he would invite me over and other fiddlers over, do some interviews with him, and Vic loves the waltzes, and he told me his favorite waltz was the blue skirt waltz. He said, Calvin, do you think you could write me a waltz? I went, yeah, well, I'll do my best. I'll give it a try. And so what I did, I sat down and uh, uh, I, I wrote out the chords to the blue, blue skirt waltz, and, uh, and then I came up with another waltz using the exact same chords as the blue skirt waltz. Well, Vic had a program on Chip FM called Vic Garbett's Classic Country. So I named this waltz Vic Garbett's Classic Country Waltz. Well, soon after this, Vic wanted to start up a radio program, actually a radio station, out of Renfrew, Ontario, and call it Valley Heritage Radio. Well, he had to work on that for a few years before he got all the funding together and all that, and it's a, it's a community radio station. And, and uh, he got it up and running, and let me tell you, it's a great radio station. They play a ton of fiddle music on there. Dennis Harrington has a radio program every Sunday afternoon, uh, Ontario time at, uh, oh, I believe it's noon till 2 or something like that. Um, anyways, when he got that radio station up and running, the very first tune or song they played on the day that that radio station was launched was this waltz and they've got a plaque hanging up in the radio station uh, commemorating that this is called vic garbett's classic country waltz
Oh, yeah, Vic Garbett's classic country waltz. Can you hear the relation to the blue skirt waltz in that? Hey, Vic, thank you so much for the inspiration. And and let everybody know, you can Google, you can listen to that radio station, Valley Heritage Radio, on the Internet. Just Google Valley Heritage Radio, and, and they play all kinds of local music there, fiddle players and local singers and and at any given time, you're going to hear a, a fiddle tune, which we don't get to hear very much anymore on radio, so check it out. That is available on an album called uh, Friendship. Uh, get that at calvinvolrath.com as a CD or an MP3 digital download. There you go. Each week, I always uh, try to play a tune that I've composed for somebody in the family. And when uh, I married my good wife, uh, Rhea, back in 1998, well, before we got married, her mom and dad, they love fiddle music. Their family's all about fiddle music, and uh, uh, her mom and dad, they loved me. And, and you know, like as grandparents or parents, they always put their pictures of the grandkids on the fridge or whatever. Well, Rhea's mom, Simone, she had a picture of Calvin playing fiddle hanging on the fridge. <laughs> And uh, all her boys there, they were going, what's going on with this? They don't, they don't make the fridge, but her, their, their sister's boyfriend gets the fridge. And anyways, when, when we got married, this was a, a, a kind of a standing joke. On, for, for our uh, uh, table, uh, what do they call those things at a wedding? Uh, table uh, pieces there that you put on there. Rhea got made these uh, fiddles made out of styrofoam. And uh, centerpieces, I guess they're called. And they were on every table. And we had, oh, such a good party. Our wedding, it was so good. And lots of, as you can, there'd be lots of music and lots of fiddle players. And anyways, and and the music went from 9 o'clock at night till 4 o'clock in the morning or something. Well, at one point at the, in the night there, all the all, all my brother-in-laws, uh, they all grabbed these styrofoam, styrofoam fiddles. And uh, they went up on stage and uh, mimed like they were fiddle players, and they they bugged their mother, uh, Simone, to take a picture because they wanted to make the fridge. They wanted to be uh, hanging on the fridge with Calvin. This tune that I composed for them is kind of in the French, French Canadian style. It's called Les Cat Beaufrère.
there we go. Les quatre beaux frères. Hey, let me tell you, they did make the fridge. Simone had them up on the fridge beside me after playing those uh, uh, Stradivirus fiddles there at our wedding. My four brother-in-laws there, uh, the oldest one there, that's Claude. Uh, the next one is Leo. And then the next one is Rial. And then Eric. And uh, They all got nicknames. They're like, uh, Eric, he's Taboo. Rial, he's Weasel. Uh, Leo, he's Magoo. And Claude, well, he's just Claude. This was released on an album called Dancing Northern Lights in 2010. Paul Dacier is playing the piano on there, and I'm playing the rest of the instruments. You can get it at calvinvolrad.com as a CD or as an MP3 digital download. Now we head out to the uh, Saskatchewan Cultural Exchange Society fiddle, fiddle camp that was held up in Emma Lake. The year would have been 2003, and uh, we were over at Cabin 9, and uh, Jerry Holland was up there. Jerry, a great, great fiddle player from uh, Cape Breton. He was up teaching, and, and, and so many others. I mean, that it was a magical, magical place, and everybody had stopped by my cabin, Cabin 9, for a little social one night, and somebody had some 151 rum, it was called, and uh, Sheila Pelchey. Uh, the wife of Freddie Pelchet, she had two drinks of it, and she could feel the effects, let me tell you. And I remember her saying, oh my God, that was two tiff drinks. <laughs> Excuse me. Instead of two stiff drinks. I went, I'm going to have to write her a tune. Well, that's what this is called. This is called Stew Tiff Drinks.
you go. Stew stiff drinks. I guess it took two stiff drinks. Look at that. We play that that tune in the key of G, and it ends on a C chord. Go figure. That's what two. That's what stew stiff drinks will do for you. I guess. Sheila, thank you, thank you for that uh, inspiration and writing that tune. And everybody at the Cabin Nine Social, what great memories we have. That was released on an album in uh, 2004 called Cartoons. I'm playing all the instruments on that uh, particular tune. Uh, You can get that at calvinvolrath.com as a CD or an MP3 digital download. Yeah. Time to send uh, send out a shout out to my good buddy Mike Gilmore with Collectors Corners. He's uh, he's the fiddle guy. He's got fiddles, he's got bows, he's got strings, chin pads, chin rests, uh, whatever they're called, shoulder pads, you name it. Anything to do with a fiddle. If you need your fiddle fixed, if you need a new fiddle, if you need your bow rehaired, or if you need a new bow, he's got it all. He's getting the website built up, but it's uh, it takes time with the amount of stock that he's got. But he's willing to take your email. So if you need anything, he's located in Edmonton, but he can ship anywhere. He knows how to do that. Um, you can check him out. Send him an email. It's uh, M as in Michael Gilmore, G-I-L-M-O-R-E at Shaw.ca, S-H-A-W. I've had Michael do lots of stuff for me over the years, and he's a great supporter of our Camp Calvin. He's always uh, supporting the youngsters and paying their tuitions, and and so now I'm doing my part here to uh, return the favor to him. Thanks so much, Mike, for all you do in encouraging the youngsters to play fiddle today. Yeehaw. We need more guys like you in the world. I also want to make mention that of a new uh, uh, online live lesson program I'm starting the first Tuesday of every month, starting on March 2nd. You can sign up for this. Go to campcalvin.ca and click on the little tab at the top there that says uh, CVTOW, Calvin Volrath Tuesday Online Workshop. Uh, it's $10. It's going to be done on Zoom on the Zoom video platform, which is so good. Uh, or you can sign up for the eight. Uh, we're going to do eight of them this year. So you can sign up for the eight-month subscription, $80. And with that, you will be made available all of those lessons. They're all going to be recorded, and you'll be able to see the videos of those lessons afterwards. And so there's a lot of people signing up for that, and you're going to get the sheet music a couple of days in advance. So you can play along with the sheet music and be teaching a tune, giving you all kinds of tips on how to improve your playing. Go to campcalvin.ca. Hope to see you there. I got time to do one more tune in this episode. They're going back many, many years on this one. I believe the year might have been 1987 or something like that. We took our our kids out to a, a toboggan hill to go tobogganing. We went skating and then we went tobogganing. And uh, well, I remember the kids had crazy carpets, and uh, I grabbed the crazy carpet. And we were in a ravine. We were in Edmonton. And I remember getting on this crazy carpet, and I didn't have proper shoes. I'm just wearing running shoes or something. And I got on this crazy carpet going down this hill. Well, I'd seen all the kids going down, and, and there was kind of a an ice path. It almost became like a luge run a little bit. And all the kids, they stayed in that, and they followed that around. And, geez, it looked like so much fun. And 
I was only 27 years old at the time or something. I thought, but a pretty big 27-year-old. And uh, anyways, I got on the crazy carpet and I started going down that. Well, a lot heavier than the kids going. I flew right outside that ice luge run there, whatever it was, the path, and came right out of it. And I was headed right for this. They were going to build a road down in this ravine at one point in time. And they put these manholes and culverts and... Anyways, I seen this thing. I was going right for it. And that's the last thing I remember because I hit this thing uh, head first because I turned around backwards. I was trying to, I put my feet out to try to stop and uh, I turned around backwards and that's the last thing I remember. The next thing I can remember was being on a stretcher, being loaded into an ambulance and uh, I'm going, hey, what's going on here? What happened? And they, they go, oh, you're in a tobogganing accident. And I'm going, well, come on, I haven't been tobogganing in years. What are you talking about? So I had hit my head. I had a big concussion and so it was kind of a scary time and uh, I, I'm okay. I think I'm okay. I turned out all right. Um, but it was scary. And shortly after that, I wrote a tune and I called it Calvin's Culvert. And, and then and shortly after that, again, I got hired to be the musical director for a CBC country music show that was out of Edmonton. And it was called Native Nashville North. And they asked me to write a theme song. And so I tried to write a theme song. I'd try come up with this or come up with that, and uh, and I and I'd, I'd send them to the producers of the show, and they went, "Hey, how about that tune, Calvin's Calvin's Culvert that you wrote? We really like that one. We'd like to use that as the theme song." I went, "Well, sure, by all means." So there you go. This is called Calvin's Culvert.
Calvin's Culvert. There we go. That's a good tune. I know Richard Cherniski, my good buddy, the guitar picker in Edmonton. He just loves, just loves that tune. Richard played guitar on that uh, TV show as well. It was released on an album in 1989 called New and Used. Let me see if I can remember all the players in the band. Uh, we were pretty much recorded this live off the floor. On the drums was Tim Lent. Uh, on bass was Les Vincent. Rhythm guitar was Ralph Ament. Playing lead guitar and rhythm guitar as well was Richard Cherniski. On the piano was Larry Guthrie. Uh, and I think that's it. It was recorded at a studio in downtown Edmonton called The Works. Dean McElwain had that studio at the time. And it was actually the same studio that I recorded my uh, albums one and two. It was owned by Joe Kozak at that time and called Project 70. But but now Dean had moved into there and put in some new recording gear. And uh, well, now you know the rest of the story. Well, there you go. Episode number 15 of The Story Behind the Tunes. I hope you've enjoyed that. I've had fun. Hey, by all means, if you get a chance, send me an email to calvinvolrath at gmail.com just to let me know that you're actually listening to the program. I want to make sure I'm just not doing this just for myself. I'm having fun. Oh, I know I'm not doing it for myself. I am getting some uh, some emails and some phone calls, and I really appreciate that. And Some people are even sending old Cal a tip here every now and then, and I do appreciate that as well in these COVID times. Uh, You know, we kind of ran into a brick wall with COVID as uh, full-time musicians. But there you go. Until next week, take care, stay safe, and have a good day.